You're listening to From Here with Delia and Don. Hey, Delia. How's it going? Good. How are you? How are things going with you? Oh, oh my gosh. It's been, it's been such a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. There's been yes. so much to process. So it's like, I know the last time that I talked to you, right, we were just beginning to process Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I have been able to come out of, I think, a really um, angry and frustrated place to finally be able to um, feel good enough to be able to address the situation and then go into action. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, so last weekend, right. I actually went to a vigil right here in the Bay area. And did you end up doing anything last weekend too? Um, yeah. So it turns out there was a, a vigil, um, in our like town. And so okay. we all, okay. we all went yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cause you know, I, it's been like this ongoing thing about how trying to figure out how to talk to my kid about mm-hmm. racism, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is part of the reason why we started this podcast, right? <laughs> and then right. it took this like, really, I mean, unexpected turn where now it's like, not only am I trying to talk to kid my kid about racism, but I'm trying to figure out how to talk to him about anti-Asian racism, and then there's that level of like anti-Asian violence, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that it's been really challenging, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think like, especially like, you know, in our, in our house, we have this like wide range, you know, from like right. 16 to six, you know? So it's like totally different places around this. Um but, you know, I think it was it was interesting, like, right, because we were preparing um, to go to the vigil. And <laughs> number one, apparently my kids are, like, super into making signs. Oh, Like, it good. turned into this, like, big, like, family project and, like, that's everyone great. was helping. Um, but, you know, like, I, I really, you know, as we were, like, doing that, I really wanted to be – intentional uh-huh. about the words yeah, yeah um you know because like all over like the area like where the vigil was or the little the little there was like little lawn signs that said stop aapi hate yeah um and i think for me like that wasn't like the message that i wanted my kids to have mm-hmm. um so our our um our sign said listen to AAPI voices. Nice. Um, because I think for me, you know, I, w- I wanted them to have something like positive to hold on to, to say right. like what we, what is really important here yeah. is that like our voices are being heard. Yeah. You know, it's like stopping hate is like, it wasn't the right message like for me right. um, and for us. Um, yeah. That's so interesting so. that you said that because, so I posted um, a bunch of stuff because, and listeners, depending upon when you're listening to this, is you know this is obviously going to be something that happened in the past. But today was the National Day of Action, right? Mm-hmm. To um, uh, stop. Um, it, it was a it was a day of action that um, directly 
was supposed to give people uh, things to do, right? You're, so you're supposed to, you know, kind of take the day off and, and you know, engage in actions, right? And so I posted it on my Facebook. And then, um, you know, uh, my friend, Kimmy Lee, who works at Bay Rising, right? She's awesome and always has like this really amazing critical lens, right? And so she emailed me and was like, hey, you know, would you actually consider, you know, different language, Mm-hmm. Right. And because originally I, I also did hashtag stop AAPI hate. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she, she was like, some of the language that we're trying to do, we're trying to use really shifts the, um, the focus to more about loving our people and mm-hmm. stopping violence, like naming violence. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually, that's what we want to stop against Asians. Like hate is a little, still a little bit amorphous. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, she was like, um, maybe hashtag love our people and hashtag stop violence against Asians, right? And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, you know, that I think gets to what we want people mm-hmm. to more specifically do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's interesting that you talked about that, right? And and being very intentional about what to put on your signs, right? Because this mm-hmm. entire time I just started was like, stop AAPI hate, which is there's nothing wrong with that. So folks who are right, like, right. Yeah. right, there's yeah. like, we're not being critical <laughs> of it. We're adding, like, for me, it's about it's a big and it's yes, a huge and <laughs> it's a huge and and it's just, and it's like, it's adding to, I think this, this conversation that we should be having about what we feel needs to be done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, and I think for me, Mm -hmm. and I think for me too, you know, it's like, (laughs) I'm always trying, you know, to like tell my kids what to do, you Mm -hmm. know, not tell them what not to do, you know? So it's like, we're not (laughs) telling them like, you're like, you're bossy, but it's not about being, (laughs) no. Right. And bossy. It's like, you want to say what to do, like Mm -hmm. tell them the positive thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's like, it's not stop running. It's like, please walk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, we don't want to say stop hating people. It's like, what we want you to do is yes. like to listen, right. you know? So I wanted them as they're, you know, using markers and like, mm-hmm. it's listening. We want you to listen to our voices, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that was, you know, for the kind of kid oriented, like mm-hmm. thinking around this, that was like really important to me. Yeah. So, so let's back up for a second. So, what was the conversation like leading up to this decision to go to the vigil? Like, how did you talk to your kids about what was going on and why you wanted them to go to the vigil? Yeah. I mean, they, I had talked to them um, about what had happened in Atlanta earlier in the week. And then, you know, I told them, I said, well, there's, I use the word rally. I think I sort of Mm -hmm. (laughs) misled them. Um, I said, well, there's a rally going on, you know, at City Hall and we're going to walk over there. And it's really important to me Mm -hmm. and to our family that we're there um, to show our our support and to be present for Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What, What did you say to them? What did you say to them about what happened in Atlanta? Um, I mean, I, t- I told them that um, eight people died and that six of them uh, were Asian women and that it was at mas- massage parlors um, in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. My six-year-old responded with, this conversation is boring. Can I go play? <laughs> Keeping it real, mom. 
<laughs> Keeping it real. <laughs> um, my 16-year-old was like, yeah, I heard about that. Um, didn't he have a sex, addi- a sex addiction? <laughs> oh, jeez. And, uh-huh. and then she started asking about his, like, religion. And I was like, uh-huh. I don't think that matters here. And then, you know, my eight-year-old was, you know, asking – you know, where, where did, like, where did this happen? Um, my sister's in Atlanta, you mm-hmm. know, so I think he was sort of like, you know, and um, I think that was his big question, like, where specifically oh, concerned. who were the, who were the people yeah. um, who died? Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you answer that question? Or those um, questions? Well, I told, I will, I told, you know, I, I you know, told him that, you know, my sister is safe, you mm-hmm. know, and she has been safe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, you know, not too far from where she is, but, you know, she was 100% safe, you know, and I told, I told them that some of the people that died worked there and some of the people that died were um, customers. And, you know, I think, I think it's, I think it's hard for him because, like I don't think he can even imagine. Like I don't, you know, it's like we don't go anywhere, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. there's nothing to see right now, yeah. and I don't even know that he knows like what a massage parlor is. Yeah, like it's like so. There's like ten levels where it's like beyond. Yeah, what he can imagine. Right. You know, it's not like a school that he goes to a school and knows what a school looks like. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think, it, I think you know, he wasn't really like upset about it because I think it was like really hard to imagine. Right. Um, but I, I did say to him, I said, you know, I don't know if you should talk about this at school because I don't know if other parents have talked mm-hmm. to their kids mm-hmm. about this. And then he said to me, you know, I was really kind of like, huh? You know, he's, he said to me, he said, yeah, I don't, I don't think, other people told their kids, you know, because people don't like to talk about bad stuff. Wow. You know, I'm just like, oh, you know, and, and you know, it was like a a moment for us because I, t- you know, I, I said to him, I said, you know, I, I want to tell you the truth about things yeah. and good stuff and bad stuff. Like, we can always talk about it. And if you have questions, like, right. we can always talk about this. Right. You know, so. I mean, how did you sort out in your mind what he – what your kids at their different age, different ages, right? What they're able to comprehend and wrap their head. Like, because there's all these like instantaneous decisions we have to make on like what to say and what not to say. Right. What, what, what was that like for you? I mean, I think I generally sort of just like take the approach of like the things that are, that they can't comprehend are going to go over their heads. You know, and I think like my six-year-old like kind of like showed me, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I just told you, you know, eight people died. And he's like, this conversation's boring. Yeah. He's like like, telling me like, this is like beyond my comprehension. I'm going to go play, you know, but he heard the words, right? you know, so that sort of makes me feel like it's okay to say this to him because in a way it's like not he's not going to be scared by yeah. the conversation yes. because he yeah. has no idea and, what I'm talking about. And how great it is that he's actually drawing these boundaries for you yeah. around like, I, I don't want to talk about this. Right. Or, right. I don't feel like I just like in his own way, yeah. he's just <laughs> yeah. like, I am not ready. I don't want to. Yeah. 
I and I'm I need space. I need physical space to go do something else. <laughs> I'm gonna go play Legos. Which, right. Yeah, yeah. That's very healthy. It, it's healthy, right? I, I think that needs to be said. Right. Yeah. Like that's a very healthy reaction. Yeah. And he doesn't have to hear the follow-up, right. you know, sort of conversation. Yeah. But he was there, you know, he was there to start with. And I think mm-hmm. that's like important to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it kind of sets the context to say, like, we're going to this rally because like people died, you know, and that's why. And so I think he like understood that on some level, but I don't think he like took it to heart, you know, like he wasn't especially sad or afraid or anything. But I think that's like okay for him, you know, because he's like six. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it was, it was um, interesting. It was nice because when we went to the, to the rally, you know, I had taken it upon myself to uh, email all of my children's friends, mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. to tell them this was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, but my six year old was the one who actually like saw some of his friends there. Oh, um, uh-huh. some they, of his white friends. Did they tell you that they were going? Oh, no, wow. some yeah. So like it was kind of like, oh, you know, uh, that was actually super meaningful to right. me, you yeah. know, like this person like didn't like email me back and say like absolutely I'm going to be there, I support you, you know, but they just read the email and they showed up and we ran into them and like yeah. The kids got to say hi and so that actually meant more to me. Yeah. You know, so that my kid could see mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. his friend also mm-hmm. and his friend's family yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really like cared about this. Right. You know, even if he doesn't fully comprehend like what this is, right. you yeah. know, that he's not like alone. Yeah. So, so did each of your kids make their own sign? Uh, we had two signs for the five of us. Okay. And, and what I were- was like, <laughs> We're going big. They were like the biggest cardboard I could find, so they were kind of big. So, so what was on <laughs> what was on the signs? Um, so one said, "Listen to AAPI voices," uh-huh. um, and the other one said, "Asians for Black Lives." Nice, um, because yeah, and the, and this was like a conversation you all had, like yeah, and you all collectively decided, all right, these are the two things. Uh, we didn't collectively decide. I kind of decided, <laughs> but we. <laughs> <laughs> but we made the sign. The process we made them together. <laughs> yes, and everyone was like, "All right, let's do this." Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, I think the other part was like that. The Asians for Black Lives was important to me too because, and you know, I, and I told them too. You know, this isn't just about you know the Asian and Asian American community, yeah. but we're talking about you know racism in the United States and the systemic issues. And so you know, this is this is what we come up with so yeah yeah i you know i had a completely different experience (laughs) (laughs) so i'm really fascinated by what you just told me i'm like hmm i had a totally different experience all right so i as i said you know in the previous episode and i shared a little bit at the beginning like i was having a really hard time right and i could not even you know um I was so upset that I could not even figure out a way to, for my, for, you know, to just to like be with myself and be okay enough to, to mm-hmm. do something. Right. And I really started coming out of it maybe like Thursday, Friday, you know, after Atlanta. Right. Cause Atlanta happened on a Tuesday night. Right. And it took me a little, right. I felt really, 
somewhat debilitated, right? And so it was really kind of hard. And so as a result, like, I did not talk to my kid about it until pretty much, like, I didn't even know that I was going to go to the vigil until pretty much like, I think, Friday night, Uh late Friday night, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do this, right. And then, um, but because it was like at 12 the next day, right, I had to find time in the morning to talk to my kid to basically Uh be like, all right, we're, do you want to do this? We're going to go. And I had to talk to him about Atlanta too, because Uh I had not talked to him about Atlanta. Right. And so that night, like Friday when I went to sleep, I was like lying in bed and I was like thinking about, all right, how am I going to talk to him about it? What am I going to say? And all that. Right. Cause it's a lot. It's like a lot. Right. And he's 12. Right. And so in the morning when I woke up, right. I went over, you know, to his room was talking to him and I was like, Hey, so, um, have you, have, have you heard anything about what happened in Atlanta this week? Right. And he's like, no. And I said, did any of your teachers like say anything or acknowledge or talk about any of that? Right. And then he said, no. Right. And I was like, mm. then I was like, what? You know, mm-hmm. like, none of your teachers. This is, this is sixth, this is sixth grade, this is sixth right? Sixth grade. And the yeah. fact that I think like, uh, our town is maybe like 40% Asian. I think, I don't know, maybe I'm making up that number. I don't know. Okay. But I was like, none of your teachers said anything. Okay. So then I had to be like, all right, okay. It's not about, okay. It's not about that. (laughs) Gotta stay focused. Gotta stay focused. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. And so I was like, okay. I was like, all right. So, well, I just want to let you know very basically what happened was Tuesday there was uh, a white man, a di- very disturbed white man who um, intentionally, you know, sought out places to go. These are massage parlor- parlors, right? And sought out um, people to kill at these massage parlors. And and those people, there were people who died and six of them um, were Asian women, right? And it, and I told him that, so this happened. And right now, a lot of people are having a hard time with it. Asian and Asian American communities are having a really hard time with it, not only because it's such a tragic, horrible loss, right? And he was like, that's terrible, right? But this on top of all the other violence, right, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, we've been talking about, you know, that's been happening to our elders. This is just, you know, another thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then he had this, like, look of, like, sadness on his face, right? And I said, you know, I know this is really hard, you know, to talk about it. And he's like, no, I, you know. And then I said, okay, well, so part of what I want to do is I really want to honor the people who died, right? And so there's a there's a vigil in San Francisco, San Francisco Chinatown, and I would really like to go, and um, and I would really like you to come as well because I think it'll be really good for you to kind of see everybody in community. And this is like a family event; it's not a rally, it's not a protest, right? Because recently he's just been like, you know. I, I spoke at a at a rally a couple weekends ago um, that was about um, 
speaking out against anti-Asian violence, right? Mm-hmm. And he just had a hard time there. You know, mm-hmm. like I think the mm-hmm. older he gets, he just doesn't like spotlight on him, right? Mm-hmm. And at these rallies, you know, because you got to show up, you got to like yell and march and all that stuff, right? He's becoming increasingly uncomfortable with that, right? So I mm-hmm. haven't been pushing mm-hmm. him too hard to go to rallies and protests, right? But this one was a vigil. There's no like marching, no nothing, right? So I thought, you know, I'm like, this is something that he probably, you know, can handle, right? And so he was like, okay, yeah, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go. And then, and then I said, well, all right, but I, you know, you can think about it and all that. It's, it's at 12. So we have to leave like around 11. And, you know, do you want to talk a little bit more about what happened and, and why people are so sad and angry and frustrated about this? And then he said, I don't want to talk about it. I kind of don't care, Mm. which I was very like, what, what do you mean? You don't care like in my head. But Mm -hmm. then, but then after I kind of like, I stopped reacting. Right. I realized like that was his way, just like your kid, right. Mm -hmm. Was drawing those emotional boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like that was beyond what he could handle at that moment. And he was just like, I, you know, I can't talk about Mm -hmm. this, you know? And so I said, I I understand, you know, Um, but if you hear anything, you know, Mm -hmm. if it comes up, if you want to talk about it a little bit more, if you have any questions, right. I'm absolutely here and we can continue Mm -hmm. talking about this because I don't want you to have to, you know, think about this on your own. Yeah. Right. This is really hard. You know, I think the struggle for me, Delia, has been he's so used to me talking to him about these things. But this past year, there's just been so much. There's been so much. There's been so, so much. Right. That it it's not only hard for me. I mean, like me as you know, like I, I talk about it. I think about it. I do this stuff. It's hard for me. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. For him, you know, and I'm not, I'm not forcing him to talk about these things. Like for me, it's like, just, right. I feel like I have to acknowledge these things so that he knows what's going on. And if he hears things at school, right. Mm-hmm. Like he, he knows, right. That there's, this is what's going on in the world. You right. Know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I think one of the things like I think about a lot is like, I want to have these conversations like when my kids want to talk about it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's I like absolutely th- agree with you this week in particular. It's like, we're talking about it because there's like current events and like, we want to, our kids to be aware of like what's happening now. But I think it's like, sometimes, you know, it's like with kids, it's like, they like, like my, my, my eight year old, like his time is like in the shower. Like when he's in the shower, he will like talk to me. Mm hmm you know, about like whatever, you know, he's like behind the curtain and I'm like standing outside and he'll just like blab on about whatever. And like, you know, it's like finding those moments when the, when they're going to ask questions, mm-hmm. you know, um, for us, like we, we read like a lot of books, you know, and so for him, mm-hmm. for them to be able to like see things in books and that way, you know, they can pick the book off the shelf. And if they pick, you know, this one, like we can talk about it, you know, we, the one, the one we read tonight was about, you know, where are you from? Mm-hmm. You know, and I asked, I asked them, they're six and eight. And I said, has anyone like ever asked you, like, where are you from? And they're both like, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> you should say to them, do you know why your mommy's podcast is called From Here? <laughs> I'm like, man, like, but you know, it's like, you know, I was like waiting, like for like, okay, we're gonna have a to- right, gonna talk like, about this. I'm mentally prepared. <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm, ready. I'm born, born for this conversation. Go time, right? <laughs> no, no one's ever asked you like, where, where, mm-hmm. where are you from? Where are your parents from? And they're like, no. <laughs> you know, but like, there's like other moments when they read other things and they have like questions and they want to know things, mm-hmm. and I think. It helps to have like that that grounding, right? right. Like where we've already talked about like yeah. anti-Asian racism in other contexts. Yeah. You know, it's like they, we've talked about Japanese internment. They know that happened. This isn't like a yeah. anomaly, you know, to yeah. them. It just happens that they're like living in the middle of it. So, did your did your older daughter go through this phase that I don't even know if it's a phase, but what my son is is doing right now of like, I don't know, this is like, it's too much mom. I don't know if I want to do this. You know, did she, did she go through that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like once you hit like 12, 13, it's all like pulling teeth. talking about anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Good. That makes me feel a little better. Cause sometimes yeah. I'm just like, Oh my God, no. is it me? I'm like forcing him to talk about all this stuff. And it's no, like, it's like impossible to talk about anything. You I know, know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, but like I do things like, a, you know, it's like all the books that I buy her, you know, mm-hmm. are like buying about people of color. And, yeah. you know, it's like she didn't, she never talks to me about them. Yeah. Yeah. But like she read them all. Really? Like, you know, I, so like I'll like try and slip a book in there. Right. And then it just, just sits there. Like it doesn't move. <laughs> it's in the same place. And then this layer of dust starts gathering. Oh, you know, <laughs> just, and I have to be like, "Hey, look, look! I got that this book, right? Doesn't it look interesting?" <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah. okay. So then you went to the vigil, right? So then what happened? Mm-hmm. I mean, not the vigil, the the rally, right? And then you know, was there a conversation afterwards or during, like processing, like what what y'all experienced? Um, it was hard because, like, it was really hard. Like, I think partially because, like, A, there were so many people and B, like, everyone was, like, tr- trying to be, like, apart from each other. It was, like, really hard to hear. Oh, uh-huh. So that was kind of, like, disappointing. Uh-huh. Um, it also happened to be, like, at 5 o'clock. And, like, we, are <clears throat> we like, eat dinner, like, every day at 5.30. Oh, dang. So like so 20 kids were hangry. They, yeah. Yeah. So like 20 minutes in, they're like, we're hungry. Like, Great. Well, now we have to go stand even farther away. Because <laughs> you, you have can to take, take off your, your mask. mask so you could eat a granola bar. Like, so and you already couldn't like, hear. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Oh, my goodness. I think like shortly after that, they were just like, this is kind of boring. I know. <laughs> and my eight-year-old is like. Huh. I really thought there was going to be more yelling. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is kind of like more on your, the vigil side of a rally. Your kids like say the best things. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, so we haven't processed it too much, but I think for me, I'm like they haven't really brought it up. Mm-hmm. And like we're, you know, we're we're talking about all other things, you know, other kinds of conversations. So if they haven't brought it up, I'm not going to like really force it on them. I think they know they can talk about it. 
if they did have questions yeah. and I, you know, I kind of like check in with them. Yeah. Um, but they're like, yeah, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe it's okay for now, you know, um, my, 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 my teenager, you know, it's sort of hard to talk, you know, it's hard, it's hard to talk period, but like every once in a while she'll kind of just like start like asking some questions. Right. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so what ended up happening for us was, um, so there was like, this is one of my strategies, right? Is like, hey, why don't you bring a camera with you? Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And then you can like take pictures of things that look interesting to you, you know, and all that. Right. So it's another way for him to be engaged, but not have to just stand there and like, yeah. Right. That's a good idea. So, you know, but the problem is like, I'm like worried he's going to lose the camera. <laughs> Did I get into like, <laughs> where's the camera? Where's the camera? You didn't leave it in the car. Right. Someone to bring in the car. Right. Like where's the camera? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. This is like mom mode. This is like San Francisco, right? You can't leave stuff in the car, right? So, but he had the camera, right? And it actually was perfect because I have to say that this rally, right? Props to the folks who organized it, right? It was a really well organized vigil, not a rally, a vigil, right? And it was a, um, the first part of it was a lot of painting, like butterflies, positive messages on the floor, healing messages, right? On the ground, which is, beautiful because even after the vigil's over right all the paintings Mm -hmm. and they focus on butterflies right but you could basically paint whatever you want and because this was family friendly you had all these kids like painting stuff on the ground right Mm -hmm. and it happened this is at Portsmouth Square where uh, in Chinatown where there's a lot of elders that go there and also kids go there because there's a playground right there as well Mm -hmm. right so then you have all this like beautiful paint that's on the ground right And so my son like actually went around and took pictures of people and kids painting. Oh, cool. Right. And then there's an overpass where they strung love letters, right. To to the people who had passed. Right. And also love letters to, um, to Asian Americans. Right. So then he went and he was just, he really wanted to take pictures of the love letters. Right. He was really like, and then, and then he, he was just kind of like going around taking pictures. Right. And really that ended up being his way of engaging. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And, and then afterwards, I think it was really cool for him to be able to see the pictures that he took. And cause you know, like afterwards we talked about some of those pictures, mm-hmm. you know, but then like, that's perfect. <laughs> you know, he was, but he was like, are we going to eat? <laughs> this is exactly what happened at the other rally that I talked at, right? He's like, what, when are we going to eat? Because it was at 12, right? Yeah. And, and, but luckily, you know, I had like, we, I had, uh, we had made late breakfast, right? So he was like, okay. But then an hour in, because, you know, he's like 12 and freaking needs to eat like every other hour, right? <laughs> was like, are we, are we going to eat? Are, can we, are we going to go to a bakery to get, because he knows in Chinatown, like he knows I like, it's like, are we gonna are we gonna get boba? Like, what? I'm just, and then I'm like, okay, here you can go right here. Here's some money, right? And then he's like, where do I go? I'm like, there's one like right up the street. That he's like, he's holding the money. And he's like, I don't want to go by myself. I'm like, why? <laughs> just go. You're gonna be fine, you know. I'm like, mm-hmm. everyone, you know, you can speak English and everyone's okay, or you can practice your Mandarin. And he and he had this like, I'm like, what? Like <laughs> my Mandarin, right? You're gonna what? I'm really not going now, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> right? And then, then he was like, I'm just going to wait for you. Oh. <laughs> Which results. The moral of the story is like more snacks and right. rallies and but, vigils. But freaking like, I don't, I haven't carried snacks in almost like, what, five years? She's 12 now. Who the heck carries snacks for a 12 year old, right? I don't even like carry a purse. Okay. <laughs> I always got the snags, even for me, for whoever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So so it ended up being that's what happened. It ended up being really great. And then but it was his his own unique experience, right? Mm-hmm. And um and it was his way of engaging and you know, I think at the end of the day, right, for our kids, for my kid in particular, right, all I can do is give him a chance to experience this. Mm-hmm. To normalize speaking out, to normalize being in community and seeing others speak out. That's mm-hmm. the one thing that's most important for me. Why I drag him to these things is because I need him to see what it looks like and what it feels like to speak out, to mm-hmm. participate and to speak out together. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and who knows what he's going to come away with? Probably he's going to be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but. <laughs> hopefully right yeah i mean is well, that it, is that what your that is that your hope for your kids too i mean i think like for this in particular like i wanted them to be in the space yeah um i think for me i think for me like i guess because of their ages it's not as much about speaking out because i think there's like so many different ways that they can do that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you can do that on the playground. You don't have to do that, you know, in front of hundreds of people. Um, But I think I want, I think, I think the thing that's been hard for me is that I still feel like disconnected. And I think this whole, like, you know, because like, we're like still at home, like I want them to see that this is like a thing that people are like coming together around. And I mean, the best way to do that is with people, you right. know, it's like zoom doesn't cut it, you know? So yeah. I think that was like really important. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, that me. actually reminds me, right. When he was like, you know, I don't care. Right. When he said earlier and he was like, I don't care. I had forgotten about this until you just mentioned it right now. He said, well, I just want to be here on my computer and you know what? I can tell people about it on my computer and I can forward information. Right. So in his 12 year old way, he's already, you know, the all of the passive things that we do right yeah yeah you know he already knows that right but then I had to tell him like but it's also important to be out there too and I think that's what you know your point is right yeah being like with actual people around it yeah well thanks so much for like sharing about your experiences and like the the thinking around it you know I think the kind of like way that you were able to find a way you know for your son to like engage is like honestly i feel like i dragged him a little a little <laughs> bit more than your kids okay <laughs> there's a little bit of dragging okay but you found a way for him like to be there in his own way so i think that's like really i think that's really important yeah yeah i loved hearing your especially the story about your signs as well so <laughs> yeah so, oh, 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 before we go, okay, all right. So I know that we have this thing about, like, imaginary sponsors, okay? <laughs> so I wanted to tell you about, sorry, this is like a hard, really awkward transition, right? I wanted to tell you about this cool thing, right? Okay, so, the and I, I promise I'll be really quick about it because then we got to go. Um, but there's one thing that I absolutely splurge on all the time, 
And what is it, you might ask? Don, do you splurge on? Okay. Not chocolate. Is it? Okay. (laughs) Is it money? Is it card? No, it's not jewelry. It's not any of that. The thing that I splurge on, it's floss. (laughs) (laughs) You all can't see it, but she just held up the floss like super big to the camera. (laughs) Yes. Floss. Okay, people. Okay. Don't sleep on this. Okay. Because this is the best thing. You can do for yourself, all right? (laughs) Number one is floss all the time, all right? And number two, splurge on floss, okay? So this floss is amazing. A friend gave this to me just to try, right? And there's such an amazing story behind this floss too because he was just like, check out the story, right? Okay, so it's Coco Floss, all right? Two Asian-American sisters here in the Bay, Okay, specifically, they're based in San Mateo, which is like two towns over, okay? And they created this floss, right, that is made from coconut fibers, vegan, all that good stuff, right? And it is amazing floss. Okay, I'm going to send you some, Delia. And then I I want you (laughs) to tell me, (laughs) I want you to tell me how much you love this floss, okay? Because this is amazing, all right? So I love this floss, all right? And I just have to tell you about it. If we could get them to be our, ima- our our sponsor, they don't have to be imaginary anymore, <laughs> right? I I think I'm past my unreal phase now. Okay, so right, Coco Floss, all right, imaginary sponsor, amazing. I'm gonna send you some, okay, because I don't know how else you're gonna get it. So I'm gonna send you some, and you let me know. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I have I have to admit I'm like intrigued. We we've transitioned from like chocolate snacks to, to oral hygiene. So. <laughs> but it's super important. <laughs> yeah. Flossing. It's hella important. So. All right. <laughs> Dawn, it's been fun. Yes. <laughs> as always. Yes. As always. All right. So take care. Right. And, um, and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.